Welcome back or welcome for your first time. I'm so happy to have you here and I'm grateful for those of you who've been tuning in. If you have not tuned in yet, make sure you catch especially the interview with Marisa Miller-Wilson, who was the director and creator of Vegucated the Documentary and is who is, is a super vegan mom. This episode is about back to school. It's already that time. June got right by me. July dragged on forever, but I'm still somehow surprised by August. I used to be a teacher, so I feel like that schedule at some point was like ingrained in my bones. But now, you know, the end of summer. I wanted to come up with what do we as vegan fams need to think about with back to school? For some of you, this might be the first time your kid is going to school, so this could be super helpful. Some of you may be experts at this and looking for some extra tips. For those of you who are experts, please send me your tips. <laughs> VeganFamInCowTown at gmail.com or DM on any of the Facebook, Instagram. I want to talk lunch because that's the most obvious and then we might work backwards from there. But I think lunch, 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 that is the number one thing every day to fret about because I am not one of these bento box, beautiful lunch moms. And even if I was, my kid wouldn't eat it because he's so incredibly picky. The vegan kid who says, I hate vegetables, which isn't that delightful. And he's down to like two fruits he'll accept on a regular basis. So I want to talk lunch. I want to talk how we do school lunches, how we navigate the whole lunch process as vegan fams. My advice is going to be for people who are in public schools, where I am, we're known as a big urban school. So a lot of those schools have lunch programs. And in our district, they can get a free lunch every single day and a free breakfast. But of course, my picky kid didn't want it. So we packed. If you are trying to get lunch through the school, definitely go in and talk to the people in charge. You can go to the lunchroom and chat with the people who actually make the food and, and know all the stuff. And then you can take it to your kid and see if it's something your kid will eat. In all likelihood, unless you live in some awesome place, which I hope you do, in all likelihood, there won't be much variety for a kid who wants to eat school lunch every day as a vegan. So you might get lunch once or twice a week. Or if your kid really likes repetition of sun butter and jelly sandwiches uh, for, you know, to try to get to all the kids who have allergy or uh, omission, diet omission situations, uh, you might be able to pull that off. So check it out. You know, I we had to pass up free lunch because my kid is vegan and school lunches here in Columbus aren't all that appetizing uh, for anybody, I don't think. I'm going to talk to public school people first uh, because if you're in a private situation or a different situation, it's probably really easy for you to pack a lunch and do what you need to do. But when you're in a larger school system, it can be a little tougher because people aren't super focused on helping your kid eat or helping your kid remember to bring their stuff home. So I was trying to pack things every day that only took a cooler pack or not even that. Because when your kid is in a larger district or just a situation with a lot of kids, you don't get daily refrigeration. Uh, you don't get access to a microwave. They typically eat very quickly. And in my kid's school, they have to raise their hand if they need something like a spoon or adult help opening something. And it's really nice that people are available, but I try to make lunch as autonomous as possible. So my kid, my oldest, has been in school for two years now. My youngest is still a preschool age kiddo. 
and you know that's a whole separate uh, world daycare which I talk about in uh, a previous episode so if you want to tune in to hear about daycare please do but we're talking about school where my kid was one of 27 kids in a classroom wonderful teacher wonderful staff but they just can't like be on top of his lunch like at all so I was trying to make lunches be uh, either utensil free or send the utensil that he needed I think as vegans we're also trying to make lunches that are eco-friendly because this whole issue of climate change and environmental destruction we know that it's all tied together right we're destroying environment for animals wild animals um, so veganism is very much tied with a, a low waste or a zero waste mindset, which I'm really trying to work towards. So to that end, let's talk lunches. How do we get them to be low maintenance, no microwaves, no refrigeration? How do we get them to be nutritious and delicious and all of that good stuff? And how do we keep the waste low or uh, non-existent? So let's talk about that waste. I was lucky enough that my local grocery store was redoing the whole thing, which drives you nuts, but they put tons of stuff in clearance, which included the stasher bags. So I'm using a brand name here, not because they asked me to, I'm, you know, I'm just doing it on my own. Stasher is a company that makes silicone reusable bags. You can freeze the suckers, boil them, uh, put them in the fridge, you know, or send them out with your kid. Lucky for me, they were only five bucks a piece, so I didn't have to fret like severely about them not coming home because if you've had your kid go off to school you know that eventually everything you send will get lost uh the lunch bags itself i don't i don't know how he does it but he does so i was trying to think i don't want to send plastic cutlery that gets thrown away every day i don't want to send plastic sandwich bags so i got these stasher bags but then I started realizing how often my kid was losing his crap, <laughs> you know, like all the stuff I sent in the book bag. So I actually switched to paper bags and I get these online. I haven't found them in a store, but I imagine they exist in a Whole Foods somewhere. But online through Thrive Market, another place I've not been asked to promote, but it's just how I do it. When they have a sale, I buy these lunch bags that are uh, recycled paper. So they're like brown paper. They're the size of a plastic baggie. And I put his sandwiches in those and he was between peanut butter and almond butter sandwiches. My kid was seriously, seriously boring, but this is my picky, picky kid. But you could put any sandwich in this. And if you slid a little freezer pack in a lunchbox, that would work. Luckily for me, the peanut butter and the almond butter didn't require refrigeration. And then I put in uh, applesauce, but something I found out right away, I sent my kid to kindergarten with a, a small glass container with like a lid and I got smacked on the hands for that like no glass which I thought about it for five seconds I'm like of course that makes perfect sense duh so I was using the little plastic applesauce containers that were thrown away every day uh, so I achieved the veganism and the convenience and the you know not needing the refrigeration however uh, that ruins the environment so one foul for me got to figure that one out if anybody has ideas let me know so applesauce sandwich and then we would negotiate some other fruit raisins if your kid loves raisins just hope they love raisins because that is like the easiest thing in the whole wide world if you're going to do fancy lunches 
because you're awesome and fancy, send the pictures to me because I need the inspiration. Uh, but anything you can, like, if you can slip a cooler pack in the lunch, you can put anything in there. You can put in vegan cheeses. You can do sushi if you're awesome like that. I would send uh, just baked tofu in those little stasher bags uh, because, again, no glass. Uh, so I would send them in the stasher bags, the tofu with the, with the refrigerator pack. And I started sending individual aseptic uh, packages of milk because the reusable water bottle that I sent with milk in it started leaking. And then I lost everything to like a disgusting mold problem. Kids are gross. Like they just don't realize when something's leaking. They're busy. They throw their lunches everywhere. So I have a waste problem that I'm trying to deal with. But I would do the aseptic package milk. I would do a disposable applesauce and then a well-packaged sandwich. So you can tell I've got some of this down and I'm looking for expertise on the rest. And again, if they love raisins, a little recyclable box of raisins, it's wonderful. Okay, you get the idea. You can put some tofus in, some roasted chickpeas. As long as you have a freezer pack and a little um, lunchbox, you are so ready to go. Avoid the glass. They super frown on that. And here's my solution to the plastic cutlery is... I didn't want to send my reusable spoons because they wouldn't come back and then I'd be like without spoons. So we went to the thrift store, the local thrift store, and got really cheap spoons that don't match anything we have at home. And they're so cheap, we didn't care if he would lose them. And if he lost them, they probably wouldn't get thrown away. They'd be reused somewhere else. So for the applesauce spoons and for anything that required a fork, we would go to the thrift store, stock up on some of those, send them out in lunch bags, um, after washing them, of course. And if they came home and were rewashed, fantastic. And that happened most of the time. But sometimes they'd be lost and we didn't lose any significant investment. And we didn't separate our like matching forks and knives and whatever. Let's talk about lunch envy. My kid went to school for two years now, kindergarten and first grade. And he started to want to stray from his veganism when he saw the foods that other kids had. And that's just something to be prepared for and decide how you want to respond to that. Because a lot of kids are getting candy or fruit snacks or certain things in their lunch and they might even share them with your kid or your kid might do the classic trading thing. Um, although I didn't give my kid much that I think other kids would want to trade for. I don't know. So watch out for that. Just be ready with how you want to respond. You know, I certainly didn't get my kid in trouble for that, but we just talked about it, worked through it, and sometimes I would find a good match. So, you know, one kid had this like hazelnut spread or whatever. So we went to Aldi and got this dessert hummus. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's chocolate. So we would send these little individually packed, uh, waste problem again, yes, but individually packed dessert hummuses with him with some pretzels. And then he wasn't so upset about the things he was missing that he saw in the other kids' lunches. But especially like after Halloween and whatever, parents are packing some stuff that's like not very nice to the teacher, I don't think. Like if you're putting Oreos and fruit snacks in your kid's lunch, they're going to go a little bit berserk in the afternoon. And maybe that's just my kid who goes extra berserk. So I chose not to send those items. But if your kid starts seeing that stuff and... Once that stuff, you might be able to find some substitutes that your kid is happy with. So beware of lunch envy. <laughs> Talk to your kid about how lunch is going. The second major category 
of back to school vegan stuff I want to talk about is talking to the teacher, notifying the school, hey, my kid's vegan. So I said a lot of this in the daycare episode, and I'm going to say it again for the school because it's actually a really similar point between daycare, preschool, and uh, K-12. And that is talk upfront to the teacher, the school, whoever needs to know what vegan means. You know, not just we eliminate eggs and, and milk and cow's milk and meat, because most people will get the meat part. So go beyond diet though. What vegan things do you want for your child beyond the dietary stuff? So definitely cover the dietary stuff, but also think about what it means for you to be vegan and what you want for your kid out of his or her education, how to communicate that to the teacher. So definitely with a cupcake, like a really pretty one, if you make pretty cupcakes, great. If not, maybe find a bakery or something at the Whole Foods that you can give. Because I find that discussions like this start a lot nicer if you're, if you have something vegan and delicious and sweet. And you phrase it more as like a discussion and a dialogue. So if you can get to your kid's teacher or the kid's school somehow and say, hey, we're vegan and yeah, that's totally about what we eat, but let's talk class pets. Do you guys have class pets? What does that look like? How's it handled? Do you have any field trips to the zoo? And, you know, just discuss the values. Say, well, as as vegan family, here's our values toward animals and our whole stance, you know, are you comfortable with the whole butterfly release? Are you comfortable with chicks hatching in the classroom? And you may not be able to stop some of these things if they're happening, but I found that my son's teacher was just super receptive. And she would warn me when something was coming up if she thought it might not work for us. She was sensitive to what media he was getting at school. And we loaded her up with vegan goodies all year long. You know, we came in as partners or we tried to not as people like pointing the finger and saying, don't do this with my kid. Don't do that. If there was something where a vegan substitute needed to be provided, I would offer. It made for some late nights. It wasn't always convenient or cheap, but I would take vegan food to the, to the uh, PTO nights or the teacher conference nights. I would show up at class parties and it wasn't too terribly taxing and it was a good idea to get in the classroom. But I know if your working parents, like I totally get it. I was, I was there and it's hard, but as much as you can partner with your kid's teacher and the school and preview the likely issues to come up at a school, which are pets in a classroom, field trips that involve animals and exercises like chick catching and, and other things like that go beyond the diet and other people probably aren't going to think about that at all. And if it's at least on their radar, you have a much better chance of making the experience best for your kid and what you and your family want as values. Okay, so that was lunch and that was lunch envy (laughs) and proactively talking to the teacher in the school because it's just going to go so much better if you can do that. Next up, Birthdays and occasions. There are so many occasions. I, I I don't mean to be like the naysayer, like, why do we have to celebrate every kid's birthday? Well, yes, that it's nice to do that, and I'm glad that we do, but we also celebrate Halloween, Valentine's Day, um, winter holidays, and just everything. 
And I'm like, do we really have to celebrate everything in school? But then I sound like a curmudgeon. So I just suck it up and I talk to them about alternatives. So if kids are making iced cutouts, I help out with that, like getting the icing and getting the cookies. Um, no, it's not cheap. It's, you know, a little time consuming, but uh, good news for me is I'm in like my little community where I am um, is pretty progressive and people started like catching on that my kid's vegan and they started uh, chipping in some of those vegan cutouts and things themselves, which I thought was super nice of them. And um, we'd have a heads up every time there was a birthday. So we would have something like packed in our freezer, always have something in your freezer or like shelf stable stuff that might not be the healthiest, but you can just send when you look at the calendar and realize there's a birthday, I hadn't thought about that and throw it in the lunch bag and tell your kid when this birthday party happens, here's your treat. And a lot of times the kids wanted his treat more than they wanted what was being served. So have something in the freezer, have something shelf stable, whatever you pick. There's a lot of cookies and a lot of stuff that's shelf stable. And there's a whole world of cupcake or maybe not cupcakes, but brownies, cookies, and other non-icing things that you can freeze um, and take out when you need to for all these occasions that are coming up. I don't know, like how, how's there, it seems like there's more than one a day sometimes, but again, that's just my inner curmudgeon <laughs> coming out. Um, so school occasions, be ready, freezer, be ready, shelf stable. And your kids should have a lot of fun. Your kids should blend in just fine. But sometimes it's a nice conversation starter, right? For your kid to talk about veganism, if they have a different looking cupcake or a different looking treat. And especially when you get to have one that's super pretty, people will notice it and, you know, talk to your kid about it. And especially the younger your kid is, people tend to want to, you know, be curious and hear more about veganism. So anyway, that was our, those are my three big tips or categories of tips after having a kid in a public school for two years. We've got lunches, we've got proactively talking to the teacher, and we've got how to handle special occasions. However, here's the twist. We're going to homeschool. So I'm leaving this whole arena of school and charging into total crunchy <laughs> homeschooling weirdness, right? I'm just going to go full weird with it. And this is where you come in. If you're a homeschooler and you have experience with this, will you message me, veganfamincowtown at gmail.com or DMs on all the social media, whatever avenue is best for you. I want your tips because I'm going to need them. I think like, oh, we're going to be home and stuff, so it won't be that hard. But then I've started doing it and I'm like, wait a minute, it's a little harder than I thought because you need things kind of ready to go and you're going to be on the move a lot. Like, what if we're out, you know, at the museum or out park like we need to be able to have something that we pick up and we go I don't want to have to like spend a lot of time preparing lunches every day so homeschooling parents homeschooling family members let me know what you're up to because I need it okay back to school is there anything else we need to talk about I don't know I think all the school supplies are vegan now all the glues are cool the erasers everything seems to be pretty vegan out there so if your school needs something that's outside the box, let me know and we'll come up with a substitute. But best of luck getting those non-leather shoes, 
because they grow out of them fast and getting all those back to school clothing, however it is that you do that. And uh, go ahead and order those recycled brown sandwich wraps and your stasher bags and your go get to the thrift store and get all your silverware because there's a few things that don't show up on the list that will make your life easier. Okay, well, happy rest of your summer if you still have it. Some of my friends in Tennessee are going back already. And I know maybe Arizona too, just other places around the country are already starting, which blows my mind. I also want to ask you a favor. Please subscribe to wherever it is you access podcasts. Subscribe to my podcast. Leave a review. That would be so amazing. And if you feel so moved, please leave a tip in what I call the tip jar, which is my Patreon page. I actually uh, now need it because there I've, I've gone over my limit with these beautiful interviews I have. I've gone over my time limit allotted per month to use Buzzsprout for free, my hosting site. So now I need to raise some funds to have a bigger place to put big interviews and all the information that everybody wants. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love hearing from you. So go ahead and send those emails and DMs. We're living family life to the power of V.